KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Thursday, October 26th. College students in the county join a national walkout in support of Palestinian people. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. More than 1 in 10 San Diegans live under the federal poverty line. That's less than $30,000 a year for a family of four in one of the most expensive cities in the U.S., says economist Daniel Enemark. Could you imagine trying to make ends meet on $30,000 a year in San Diego County? But 335,000 San Diego County residents live in exactly that circumstance. That number includes enough children to fill Petco Park twice. And Mark worked with the San Diego Foundation, which issued the new report. They recommend investing in immigrants as a way to boost employment and wages for all San Diegans. A new welcome center for immigrants will soon be coming to North County. The San Diego County Board of Supervisors this week voted unanimously to accept a more than $430,000 grant that will be used to build it. The new center is meant to help build on existing refugee programs and assistance for all community members regardless of immigration status. There's currently a county immigrant center in National City. San Diego County has the third largest number of refugee arrivals in the state behind only Sacramento and L.A. The city of Chula Vista now has more than 430 smart parking meters. That means you don't have to carry around change with you to park on the streets. The meters still accept coins, but now also accept credit and debit cards, Apple Pay and the new IPS Park Smarter app. The app can also help you find available parking spaces and sends you alerts when your meter is going to expire. You can add more time directly from your phone. The smart meters are located along many of the streets of Chula Vista's downtown parking district. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, a blend of computer science, statistics, and domain expertise. Learn more about University of California San Diego's online Master of Data Science program at omds.ucsd.edu. College students in the county are showing their support for the Palestinian people caught in the conflict between Israel and Hamas. Education reporter M.G. Perez says they joined a national walkout yesterday. Students and staff at San Diego City College were some of those who protested the ongoing violence in Gaza and called for a ceasefire in the Middle East war, some of them with loved ones stranded or killed in the conflict. They found allies in their Hispanic classmates like Julio Cedillo. We feel that we have a solidarity with the Palestinian people, you know, lives being dictated with border walls, colonialism and oppression. We know how it feels. At the midday rally at San Diego State, a small number of Israeli students came to campus to be seen, if not heard. They declined to be interviewed to protect their personal safety. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. 
a controversial class of Navy ships could soon be outfitted with Army missile launchers. Military reporter Andrew Dyer says it's already been done with the USS Savannah. The San Diego-based littoral combat ship test-fired an SM-6 missile off the California coast this week. They used a containerized launcher originally developed for use on land. The two versions of the littoral combat ship have been plagued with mechanical and development setbacks. The catamaran-style version, many of which are based in San Diego, began deploying with another missile system in 2019. A Naval Surface Force spokesperson in San Diego says the new system would expand the combat capability of the LCS. The ships were sold to the Navy originally as plug-and-play platforms. They were supposed to be able to be outfitted with anti-submarine, anti-mine, or surface combat packages, capabilities that were never fully realized. The services retired some of the earliest ships in the class, some of which were just in service a handful of years. Andrew Dyer, KPBS News. A new CDC report says healthcare workers are facing a mental health crisis with increased reports of burnout and harassment at work. Health reporter Matt Hoffman has more. The CDC report says the number of healthcare workers reporting harassment at work doubled from 2018 to 2022, and nearly half of those surveyed say they're often burned out. Nikki Avey is a Kaiser nurse and an officer in their union representing 2,800 San Diego nurses. She says the pandemic has had a lasting impact. I've heard nurses, I've seen nurses, leave the bedside or the front line um, in the hospitals and want to go somewhere else just because it was just too much. Their anxiety was up or their depression was really hitting them hard. Um, And it takes, the burnout is, is real. It's real. UCSD Health and other local systems have programs aimed at helping staff with stress or mental health concerns. Scripps Health says they have a robust in-house employee assistant program, including 24-7 peer support specialists. Sharp Healthcare rolled out a peer support model in 2021. It includes regular check-ins and referrals to other care if necessary. Matt Hoffman, KPBS News. Coming up, our KPBS South Bay Engagement producer joins me to talk about how to create an ofrenda for Dia de los Muertos. The ofrenda, it not only offers a way to celebrate the dead, it's also an opportunity to honor, remember, and welcome back loved ones who are no longer here. We'll have that and more just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team. Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash OLLI. After just two seasons, former San Diego Padres manager Bob Melvin is headed back to the Bay Area. Yesterday, Melvin was introduced as the San Francisco Giants' 40th manager in franchise history. Melvin said that he really enjoyed his time with the Padres, but felt it was time to move on. This will be the fourth full-time managerial hire for Padres general manager A.J. Preller in his 10 seasons with the club. He says there is already a lot of interest in the job. We've had some some very interesting names and some people that are very accomplished that have expressed interest in this job. 
I think really it's a, a testament to our team, our roster, the talent that's here, the fact that we've we've gone to the playoffs a couple times here in the last few years in our city. We've got amazing fans that support this team. The search for the next Padres manager begins immediately. Prowler says the organization will sit down with some internal candidates over the next few days. He noted there is no set time frame for the hire, but mentioned this is the first big decision that needs to be made this offseason, and he wants to do it right. Dia de los Muertos, or Day of the Dead, starts next week. At the heart of this Mexican tradition is creating an ofrenda, or an altar for loved ones who've passed away. South Bay engagement producer Marielena Castellanos joins us with more on how altars are made. Marielena, welcome to the San Diego News Now podcast. Thank you, Debbie. Happy to be here. Day of the Dead is a tradition that started in Mexico, where the departed are celebrated often with ofrendas or altars. For someone who is not familiar, could you explain what an ofrenda is? Well, you said it best, Debbie. The ofrenda is at the heart of what Dia de Muertos is all about. An ofrenda is an offering you make to loved ones who've passed away. It's a tradition that goes back to the indigenous peoples of Mexico and other parts of Latin America who not only believed in celebrating the dead, but also believed that their spirits could temporarily come back from their resting place. Uh, the ofrenda, it not only offers a way to celebrate the dead, it's also an opportunity to honor, remember, and welcome back loved ones who are no longer here. Just uh, last week, I spoke with the program manager with the Sherman Heights Community Center, Francisco Soto. He makes altars there for Day of the Dead celebrations. He also shared an explanation on what an ofrenda is. An ofrenda is a gift, a gift that we give to all the people that have deceased. That's what ofrenda means. It's, it's a giving something. And he said that the tradition can be embraced by anyone. Anyone who feels that they want to honor their deceased, it, they're more than welcome to, to set up an altar. So if our listeners want to make an ofrenda, when should they start? I asked Soto about this, and he said the beginning of the month is a good time. Um, some people start celebrating on October 28th. There's actually a series of days that acknowledge the dead in different ways. And I should also mention there are different beliefs about what these days represent. Uh, some people celebrate all of them. Others only celebrate some of them. The 28th, for example, is said to be a day devoted to souls who suffered an accident or a tragic or violent death. Dia de Muertos uh, celebrations continue until the first two days in November. And Soto also told me his family takes their altar down after November 3rd. So let's talk a little bit about things that go on in altar. Yes. Well, lots to say on this subject. Uh, there are some beautiful traditions. And again, it's important to point out that there are different beliefs also around what they symbolize. Ofrendas typically display photos of loved ones and can include items the person liked. For example, food 
the person enjoyed eating or if there was a sports team they liked. Uh, you can add something related to their favorite team. Other elements can include um, candles, for example. Some people believe they guide souls when they return to the world of the living or bread of the dead. Some say it represents the cycle of life and death. Marigold flowers or flor de cempasuchil, their scent is said to help souls arrive to their ofrenda. And are there any rules they should know about any do's or don'ts? You know, there is some debate about what should go on an altar. Some people want to see certain traditions followed. Others say it's open to what a person wants to place on the altar. But the reality is that there are a lot of different traditions. Many of them are a cultural fusion between the indigenous people of Mexico and the Catholic faith, which originates from Spain. Throughout Mexico, there's also different customs. For example, in Tlacoapa, Guerrero, they offer fruits and sweets on November 1st because that's the day dedicated to children's spirits. And they offer regional food on November 2nd, which is dedicated to all adult spirits. And Soto himself also said there's no specific rules that have to be followed, but he did add that he and his team, they take the time to learn the history, the different customs, and he encourages others to, to do the same. And this year, KPBS is hosting a digital community ofrenda. Could you tell us about it? Yes. This year, KPBS is honored to host a digital community ofrenda to celebrate loved ones who have passed away. More than 100 family members and friends were submitted along with photos, videos, and audio clips. The deadline to submit passed already, but everyone is welcome to view the ofrenda and read through the remembrances starting on Saturday, October 28th at kpbs.org slash dead. We'll also be sharing some of those submissions with you so you can share them on the podcast next week. I also want to take a minute to thank the community members who participated and are using the KPBS altar as a way to honor those they love. Marilena, thank you so much for all this information and for joining me on the San Diego News Now podcast. Thank you, Debbie. Great to be here. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. Join us again tomorrow to wrap up the week with the day's top stories. Plus, we'll have details on some weekend arts events happening in the county. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great Thursday. KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org.